0: Once you pop that lock off.
1: Oh, it's happening! We're taking away all the value of this box! There it went. Bye-bye.
2: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is Happening Now, and I'm your host, Hammer. Hey guys, I just want to say thank you. I've been, you know, I'm so amazed on all you beautiful people out there. You're, you're digging our show, and we are ju- just thrilled that you are watching us. Okay, and keep it up. You know, hit that subscribe, hit that bell. So today we've got an amazing show, and I know I say that a lot, but Troy, what do you think?
3: I think it's great. Let's uh, do something we haven't done before. We haven't talked sports yet, really, on this podcast. I'd like to get into a little Major League Baseball. Uh, Would you like me introduce our guest the same?
2: Do you know anything about Major League Baseball?
3: I know enough about it, I think, yeah. I actually moved out to California in 1985, and my cousin's dad had season tickets to the Angels. And they were first baseline, about five rows up from the dugout. Really great seats. And he invited me to to the games once in a while, but by 86, I started really attending those games. And there's another guy that started playing with the Angels in 1986. Left-hander, pitcher, five-time All-Star, Mr. Chuck Finley. He's here with us tonight.
2: Hey, Chuck, how you doing, brother?
3: I'm doing good, Hammer. Good to
0: be here, buddy. Hey, man, we I love know, him. I, still, I didn't mean to break you off, but I know one thing Troy knew about Major League Baseball: he wasn't good enough to play. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll give you that. But Chuck. That's, I'll okay. Give you that all that's okay. That's okay. Hey, he probably did, did good at the sand lot, you know? I what get mean? You, like yeah. most of us. We all
0: started somewhere, but yeah, great yeah, to be I, here. I was man. busy we, over playing football.
2: Well, then he's not a big, you know, Louisiana boy, 6'6", and, uh, you know. Uh, 6'8". 6'8". Are you growing? Uh, Well, 6'10", when I got here, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How you been, buddy? I'm great, man. This podcast is a lot of fun, and and we're so blessed to have people like you, and and we've got another co-host that is going to be on here in a minute, is Brandy, and we got Troy, and we've had some amazing people like yourself. So tell us, what are you doing here today? You had a really cool thought. Well, I, we came up with an idea
0: about um, breaking open a set of baseball cards and pulling out select individuals just at randomly. And a lot of this year, that 1991 that I, I played in, I played with every one of these guys in that box. So I was going to tell, share a few stories. Either I played with them or against them maybe just kind of opening up a world that you guys never heard of about these uh certain players and just kind of give some stories and go back in time and uh try to make you feel good about the old days of baseball again
2: but tell us this box i mean i couldn't buy one of these boxes could i this no, is no, this, this is that thing's been
0: it been sealed since you know 91 when i got it they gave it to me and it's never been opened. so today's gonna be the first day that we open up this box and we're gonna see what's in there might be a Hundred thousand dollar Ken Griffey rookie card in there. For all we know, or or a Don Mattingly card, or I have no idea what's in this thing. So you know, we keep all the props. Yeah, well, the show. I tell you <laughs> what. What I told you before: <laughs> if there's a card in there that's worth a lot of money, and I know it. I'm I'm out of here. You're out
1: <laughs> the door. Um, I have a Beckett, so I,
0: <laughs>
1: I I know a little bit about this stuff. Can I open it? I want to open it.
0: I think you should open All it. All right, Brandy. I want to
1: see if you really know some things about some stuff because I, I really think you peaked in 1990, right? Yeah. Yeah. How does that feel?
0: I does not feel good. <laughs> well,
2: wait, 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 wait! I'll tell you this first. It's kind of like f- it's kind of like Storage Wars. Because you don't know what you're gonna get, right?
1: Oh, look at you.
2: Once so you look pop at me, that I had, had to put it together <laughs> there. Once you pop but, that lock off.
1: Oh it's happening. We're taking away all the value of this box. <laughs> there
3: it went. Bye bye. Before she completely cracks that open, Chuck, tell us the players get these, tell us what where these boxes come from. Uh they are given to
0: you by the card companies uh start of the season or at the end of the, the last season, so each player will get a case of cards of from Donnerus, Upper Deck, Elite. Whoever's putting cards out that day, they will give you a box of those. But just those, the
3: players get these? Yes. Just the players?
0: Yeah. Well, you could buy those, but they're free for us. But for everybody else, I don't gotcha. know what they go for. Like I said, I, I have no idea what's in there. So there might be nothing. There might be something. So. But you can't buy a whole set like that. I mean, you'd have to, that'd be kind of tough to find all that. Oh, to put all those players together, you'd have to drive, like Brandy, she'd have to drive all over California and just pick, <laughs> hand pick them everywhere to get set and put it together like this. Yeah, but you know Brandy,
2: I think she's gonna test you here. How,
1: how much do you wanna bet? Cause this is 91, right? Right. Okay, how much do you wanna bet that every card I pull that the player has a mullet?
0: <laughs> I know. I, I know I did.
1: Wait, how do you feel about the fact that mullets are coming back? Are you going to bring it back?
0: Well, I just wish that I could grow hair like that again. (laughs) The kids are rocking
1: them right now. I feel like you should do it. Hammer's the only one
0: that really has anything going on. (laughs) That's all I got going on, bro. (laughs) You and Hammer had the same hairstylist. Is that
1: crazy? (laughs) Okay, you guys ready? Are you nervous? We're ready. Let's go. Okay.
0: Do it. This is going to freak me out if we don't have one player that I know. At random, Well, 91, that's kind of a year where a lot of those guys now are in the Hall of Fame, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, Andre Dawson.
0: Oh, the Hawk. The Hawk. Montreal Expos. Yeah, played for the Chicago Cubs. I don't even know how he played. that. His knees were so bad. They were bent in. They were rubbing together when he ran. But, man, could he rake. What a great player. Great guy.
1: What do I we mean by rake? He,
0: he had the original throw, I think, in uh, in major leagues. Raking's means you never miss a ball. Oh yeah, okay. rakes mean he yeah he he could crush. Okay. He played for the Cubs back with Harry Carey, <laughs> my favorite. Here's <laughs> Andre Dawson. So does Andre have He's a couple of uh, two sixty eight? <laughs> got forty six home runs and forty seven RBIs. That means nobody was on base when he hit a home run. By the way, it's National Dive Bar Day today.
1: It is. It, it is. is
0: National Dive Bar it Day is. today. And Brandy said that she said after we finish this, she's going to pay, and we're all going to go dive into a bar. That's what we do. Uh, That's what we do. Chuck, you mean, I remember. This? Me. I met you in a dive um, bar years ago. I will
1: go with you to a dive <laughs> bar. <laughs>
0: the, yeah. <laughs> no, you've never been to a dive bar. All right, Brandy. I'll buy you a beer. Yeah. Come on, Hammer, We're taking your credit card.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you bet your sweet works. ass yeah. we are. <laughs> How much? What's the limit on that thing? Got anything left? Like six bucks. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. Six bucks? Yeah. We can split a beer. Yeah, Good some, deal. One shot and four glasses of water. <laughs> Sounds like Cassidy's to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll all split a burger. Uh, Joe Boiver. Joe Bover. Baver? Boiver.
0: Yeah, Joe Baver. Uh, was that the... Pitcher. Falcons?
1: Nope. Phillies. Phillies, too? <laughs>
0: nah. You suck. I remember Joe no, Baver.
1: <laughs> he was a
0: soft-throwing righty, yeah.
1: Uh Edgar Martinez.
0: Edgar Martinez. Third
1: base.
0: Seattle Mariners? Yep. Hall of Famer. Yeah. There Edgar had it was funny about Edgar because this guy could rake. I mean, just tear you apart. But Edgar kind of had a lazy eye. So mm. I always thought when he's at the plate, he was looking at me. Sure and, the, looking at? and the catcher at the same time. I'm like, <laughs> is he still in the signs? And I said that to my catcher one time. I said, Todd Green, I go, Greenie. I said, I think Edgar's like picking up your signs. He goes, What are you talking about? I go, Well, he's kind of got that little lazy eye thing going. I said, I think he's looking at you and me at the same time. So he's like turning, getting all paranoid about it. He goes, Oh no, fan, he's just a good hitter. I go, Yeah, you're probably right. Now, now, Chuck, before
2: we get into the next card, you being seven foot two, um, <laughs> I was on the mound, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, on the mound there. Um, I had NBA scouts drafted me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Did you ever get in any altercations on that mound? Oh, well, yeah.
1: You've never been an ejector for I never,
2: I never really heard about you getting into fights. Though. I started a bunch of
0: them. But yeah, you, what, you never finished the, it? And all the guys would come in, and I'd back out. and go, hit him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever you do, don't let Finn get hurt. He's our starting pitcher. Yeah. I had a funny story one time. I was Garrett Anderson, who played with great hitter. You know Garrett Anderson. Yep, great hitter. And he was wearing this guy out. So the fourth at bat, pitcher just decides, I'm just going to drill him. And I'm sitting there watching on TV in the dugout. And I could tell the, the catcher gave the old flip sign, like, flip him or hit him. I'm like, oh, okay. It's Andy Allison. What's that sign? This sign means hit him or flip him. Like okay. This guy's way too comfortable in the box. So either flip him or hit him. So they smoke Garrett. And I'm like, oh. So you
1: guys do that shit on purpose, huh?
0: Oh, yeah. Nice. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Hell no. You ain't going to hit one of my guys. I go out there. I'm warming up. John Shulock's the umpire. He comes walk out. He hands me a ball. He goes, hey, Finn, come on now. Just keep this game clean. Just let it go. We're in the seventh inning. We're all good. And my good friend, Mickey Tettleton. That was the umpire. The umpire told me that. So my good friend, Mickey Tettleton's on deck. He comes up. First pitch, I drilled him in the knee. He goes down, (laughs) runs to first base. (laughs) Can't even finish the game. And after the game, they throw me out of the game. I called over to Mick. I said, hey, Mick, I'm... I'm sorry, bro, I, I, I just couldn't take it anymore. You guys drill one of my guys. He goes, it wasn't me, I'm playing first base. He said, Andy was on deck, why didn't you drill him? I said, hell, I couldn't wait that long. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I said, first come, first serve, baby. Yeah, your ears are steaming. Oh, I tore him up. Look <laughs> at the draw. Mm. Speaking about draw, open another storage unit there, Brandy.
1: I got one. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows this guy, uh, Bo Jackson.
2: Oh, oh there's guys.
3: one. Bo.
0: <laughs> oh, there's that card he's going to run oh, with. Oh,
1: Bo knows what?
0: Bo knows everything. That's a man <laughs> child. Yeah, Bo was, uh, I played with him for one and a half years with uh, in Anaheim. That's the strongest human being I've ever been around in my life, just natural strength. Do anything. I mean, if he hadn't blown his hip out uh, when he was with the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, He would have been probably one of the top five all-time baseball
2: players ever. Just natural skills. You know, I always wondered why. I mean, you've got something good going on, and then you risk it going either way. I mean, just, you know, pick it and go. No risk, no
1: reward. Well, I
2: I, I mean, that guy was – he was way
0: beyond – I mean, he was so far ahead of the game in baseball and football. He was one of those guys where – first day I saw him drafted, we were playing Kansas City, and the bus pulls up, and then – Kansas City, you got to walk into the lobby, and then you take the elevator down. But when you walk into the lobby, you can see out over the field, and he was out there hitting. I'm like, why is all the media out there around early BP? And they said, well, Bo Jackson's down there taking BP for the team. Well, I looked out, and I go, it's kind of strange. He had like 100 balls in the back of the cage of swing and miss, and he had like another 100 over the fence. <laughs> it was like all yeah. or nothing. I go, he's going to do just fine. Oh, yeah. But he was a man child. That guy was fun, too. Where'd he come out of college? Auburn. Auburn. Auburn? How many years did he play baseball? Oh, he played probably 15. Yeah. He played the last five, six to seven years with a artificial hip. They would have fixed that hip. He had that degenerative hip where he lost all the blood when he got tackled in Oakland that day. Remember yep, that? Yep, I remember that. Hyperextended it. Today's medicine could have fixed it. No problem. Back in the day, it was just take it or leave it. So wow. he had to give up football when he went into uh, baseball. But... He was special. That guy was one of a kind. You run into guys like that, and you're like going, "That guy's an athlete."
1: How many really good ball players did you come across that just got those career-ending injuries? I mean, like that had to be just like devastating.
0: Yeah, he, you know, he was such a great athlete that he he prolonged his career for another seven, eight years. Just people just took chances on him because he's Bo Jackson. But oh, I went through a, thirty of them blew out their elbow, blew out their knees, ACL everything just tore them up I and mean, guys in the prime of their career too like 29 years old you imagine being unemployed at 29 years last night you're playing in front of 57,000, yeah. no. and <laughs> the next day nobody gives a shit yeah,
2: yeah. exactly that's yeah. a big that's a big ego blast right there for you but i mean if you kind of set yourself up for failure in sports because you know most guys in, like in the nfl they last two or three years oh yeah right? yeah i yeah. mean yeah. running backs like four years yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. you're done. They're in and out, so you better
0: like, want to be a GM or a cap coach or a scout or something. You better have something planned, heart surgeon or
2: something. Or you better you better have done well in yeah, college, I'm quit know what med saying? school
0: my eighth year in the league because I go, I think I got this. <laughs> Everybody can see I Chuck med school. Yeah. I was like, uh, what? Doctor, doctor. Um, no, I, I stopped doing meds.
1: <laughs> visit MikeThompson.com. Your adventure starts here at Mike Thompson RV. I do. Uh, I work with PBR a lot, professional bull riding, and and those guys. I mean, even the winner. You know, I, I I was at the championship one night, and I was at the after party, and I was talking to the winner. He won, and he broke his jaw. And, and he's I talking said, to I, you. I said, Are you gonna go to the hospital? He said, No, I'm just gonna take a couple <laughs> of Norco's. I got to ride tomorrow. You know, I got to hit the road tonight. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. You I know. know, I mean, these. This is, I, I've been to a lot of sporting events and been and spent a lot of time with pro athletes, and this is the most wreckage that you could possibly oh, put I, on yeah. your body. Yeah, I, but I, see, I, it's fascinating to me. They're,
2: they're like NFL football players now instead of rugby players. They used to be rugby players where I they mean, didn't wear the breastplate, they didn't wear the helmet. I mean, right now they're riding on a Cadillac, and I mean, I don't know.
0: Well, I, what's funny about that PBR that I love watching is that, you got a, what, 2,500-pound two, 2, bull that's pissed off his shit because you put a rope around his nuts. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and pull it as tight as you could. Yep, Yeah. And you get this 170-pound guy on, and this thing starts going crazy in the stall. <laughs> and you're your like, too. okay, <laughs> open the gate. Let me see what happens. I go... I'd be like this. Oh, I'm out of here. This guy wants to kill me. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, you gotta have the, the clowns, you gotta have huge cojones to do that. You no, know, yeah. the
1: clowns. I mean, they they put themselves in danger oh, every single time, and I've I, seen them swept yeah. off the ground, you know, yeah. several times. You
0: put me in one of those bulls like that just for fun. And I'm they wear- don't even
1: get the notoriety. You I'm know, wearing a diaper. Those guys that are out there just putting their body in front of a bull to save the guy that just fell off of the fucking thing. It's it's crazy.
2: Well, I've ridden the bull many times, but at a bar. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I was like,
2: uh, tell I'm the was nice. sitting yeah. there oh, doing yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Didn't do well right. with that either. sissy. He's yeah. up
3: there, urban cowboy. <laughs>
2: yeah. Hey, I can do it.
3: <laughs> all right, Brandy, draw a card. Draw a card. Uh,
1: I got a card. I got a card. Roger Clemens. Come oh, on. Yeah. I know you know uh, who this is. Roger Clemens.
0: Yeah, Roger. He's Yeah, he he owned the world for about 15 years there. You go out there and pitch against Roger, all the umpires like kissing his ass. I'm like, oh, okay. I got no chance today you're pitching us Roger Clemens today. Oh, really? Okay, well, okay. How many times did you strike him out? I never faced him in the back because we were both in the American League. Ah. You know? But he he had overpowering stuff. Yeah, the guy was – he went to Texas and he was good. I mean, he came out of college and he went straight – I think he went straight to the big leagues. But, yeah, he dominated the league for a good 12, 15 years.
3: He had some size on him, didn't he? He was a heavy heavy guy. He, he was a
0: power pitcher. I mean, he, he, he grew up watching Nolan Ryan They from the same state, so they kind of cut from the same piece of cloth and – he kind of idled himself after Roger, but he was a flamethrower. Throw it at your head, all that kind of stuff. But how many guys actually come out of college and go right to the big show? A handful. I yeah. mean, oh, look uh, who I got right Jim there. Abbott did it. Uh, yeah, with one hand. How about that? Yeah, I, I think Clemens you know did it. Uh, I know. I think. I'm not sure, and I don't want to sit here and say I'm the sure. The Angels have had a few, right? Yeah, and yeah, I, I think Robin Yount might have came out of high school and went straight oh, to the, wow. the Brewers as a shortstop.
2: Out of there was high one school. of the guy,
0: I don't remember his name, but he was with Oakland. He was a pitcher. And what about brought, what about Salmon? Tim Salmon? Yeah, he went to a small community college in Arizona. He played, and then he got drafted, and he was probably in the league by his fourth year mm. in the minors. Back in the day, they kept you down the minors. They made you go through the rookie ball, A ball, High A, Double A, Triple. They made you do the cycle. Got now they'll just like draft you, put you in Double A, and bring you up. What What about Trout? Trout was there. Was a lot of guys drafted in front of Trout, which is hard to believe. But he spent probably two and a half years, three years in, in the minors. He came up was like twenty. But he's so a it's very school, rare. High school kid, Mark Mark McGuire. Same thing. Out of USC, uh, yeah. he, uh, I think he spent maybe two years with the Oakland. And then he brought him up and started hitting bombs. He and Canseco. Well, you're honing your skills, right? Well, you got, there's, you got to have so many reps to kind of figure out what's going on. Pitchers have to have so many starts or innings. Hitters have to have so many reps to kind of figure it out. Some get it quicker than others, but usually it takes about, for pitchers, about 450 innings in the minor leagues to kind of start really getting close to the big leagues. Hitters are probably like, I don't know, 850, 1,000 at bats. Wow, you, you know? wouldn't even think about that. You yeah, know? no, it's they count everything. I mean, they know, they know exactly when you're hitting your prime.
2: Well, the thing that always blew my mind away is how many games you guys play. Oh, eight, <laughs> believe me. That's insane. And being on the West Coast team is the worst.
0: The weather's the greatest, but it's the worst because when you're off day. You have to fly on your off day to the East Coast. So we never really had any off days. We're on a plane, sitting our ass on a plane for six, seven hours. But if you're on the East Coast, that off day, you just sit there and wait for them to come. Like you go to Pittsburgh, to Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh to like say uh, the Phillies or go to Montreal, you just fly the day of the game. So you get to spend an extra day. So you get 12, 15 more off days during the season. We had probably five to 10 straight off days.
2: Just do nothing. Every nice. other one, we're on the plane. But the important thing is, and this is, everybody wants to know this, were there cocktails on the plane? What we do on the plane? It was hilarious.
3: <laughs> yeah, mind yeah. your business.
2: Yeah, we had, uh, <laughs> those
0: planes are like a, a floating circus. It was crazy because we had the same, we had probably 12 of the same flight attendants, and they knew exactly what every person drank and every per- where every person sat. These guys always
2: sat in the same yeah,
0: seats. Yeah, we had a card table set up in the back. They had all the cards set up. They had everybody's drink. They had all the chips set up, uh, poker chips and everything. They had everybody's drink, go up to first class, grab all the pillows from first class, bring them back to us, piss all the coaches off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah,
0: they knew where everybody sat. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Cameron, had a them every time.
2: we'd what? always take
0: them out and have dinner with them after the, you know, before we got to town.
1: The flight attendants?
0: Yeah, they would go out
2: to dinner with <laughs> dinner? us. Dinner? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. let's let's try a couple okay. on the speed well, run. I got
1: a Nolan Ryan card here. Well, oh well, let's do
2: Nolan yeah. first. How,
1: how jealous are you of him? No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy?
1: Who's Nolan, Nolan who? Ryan?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably the, probably one of the most dominant pitchers in the '60s to '95 or '7 whatever his last year was.
2: But he reminds me a lot of a lot of you Chuck because he's the nicest guy you've ever met. Oh yeah, no, he's a like of a guy. But me,
0: once that they played that national anthem, he's like he's like <laughs> he's, one of
2: those PBR bulls.
0: Yeah, yeah, he'll 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 blow you away. But yeah. how many
2: years was he in there? Twenty
0: five years, maybe. He pitched. To, I think he was like forty five years old. I mean, how does your arm even last that long? The game before he blew his elbow out, he was in Anaheim, and I pitched against him. And I, he went up to Seattle and pitched and blew his elbow out and it ended his career. But uh, you know, I used to sit there and talk to him, and he was just, I mean, he was a legend. I mean, everybody, you go to Texas, do you, that's when I got that big poster in the, in the uh, airport says, don't mess with Texas. He's got Robin Ventura in the headlock, <laughs> throwing an uppercut <laughs> to him. Yeah. yeah, That's what they want you to know when you come into Texas. You
1: bet your sweet ass yeah, that's what we yeah. want you to know. You don't mess
3: know. with Nola Ryan or Texas. You don't mess with She's Texas. She's from Texas, from we sure. know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't mess with Texas, baby. Uh-uh.
1: No, Chuck, you, you talk not. about
3: legends. I understand that you actually had four outs in one inning. How did that happen?
0: Well, I did it three times. That's what's three crazy times. about there it. Three times. There you go. I had a catch, two catchers that were blind, couldn't see. <laughs> I think one catcher was hung over. Well, I'm sure that happened <laughs> a lot. You smell him. Yeah. yeah it, was a, it was a day game in Detroit, and it was really hot. I think he was hung over. But anyway, what happens is, is that on the third out, at first base, it's not occupied, and you strike the guy out, and the catcher doesn't catch it cleanly, and it goes to the backstop. He can you, run. You can run to first base. So, therefore, your third out is awarded first base. Then you got to do it again. So, I struck the next guy out. But I did it three times. And I was like, is, is, can I get a new catcher somewhere?
2: <laughs> yeah, somebody that can is
0: catch a so, ball. Is there something going on? Yeah. <laughs> Let me look at your mitt. What's going on there? You, you weren't throwing it in the dirt, were you? Yeah, no.
2: It's going to be pretty thing. rare. Hall,
0: the Hall of Fame called me. They're like, we yeah. want your cliques,
3: your shoe, the ball, <laughs> your
0: hat. I said, well, if you take all that, what the hell am I going to wear my next start? <laughs>
3: I'm like, really? Chuck, you got a lot of uh, names coming out of this box here. Well, I'm going to do a speed round with you. I'm going to give you just some random baseball names. Give me either one word re- reply or a sentence reply. Johnny Bench. Great catcher. Uh, what's
0: that uh, ointment he uses now? <laughs> Emu. <Yeah. laughs> Emu. <Yeah. laughs> Hank Aaron. A home runs. Bad-ass hitter. Great guy. Mike Trout. <laughs> greatest probably player in the game. I'd have to agree wow. with that. Will that's be. a broad yeah. is, is now and will be. Sandy Koufax. Um, pitched a very short time, but dominant. In the seven, eight years he played, he's probably the most dominant pitcher that's ever been lefty. Jackie Robinson. Great man. Uh, did a lot for the sport. Um, brought awareness to the world and um, – I mean what a tough guy to read about his story and see what he went through the stuff he put up with and just kept inspiring people it was really special to see barry bonds another great hitter Um, barry could be a little difficult at times but uh he was um, a great hitter um great teammate a lot of people didn't like barry because they thought he was too brash and kind of oh well okay whatever my friend raleigh fingers (laughs) who are you going with raleigh fingers today raleigh oh raleigh yeah I love Raleigh. Just for the mustache, I love Raleigh.
3: Well, yeah. I've played a few rounds of golf with him. He's a hell of a guy. Oh, he's he's a really great cool, dude, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I asked you where he gets that wax. He said well, he, he makes he's cut it, like it back it. quite a bit. You don't really need a whole lot of wax. It's oh, about yeah. this big now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Shortening it up. Yeah. He shortened it up a little
2: bit. Yeah. I don't know why, man. You should have kept that thing going, brother. I would have let that thing roll and roll and roll. <laughs> okay. Hey, Brandy, let's do one more. What do you think?
1: I think we should. Yeah. I feel good about it. What, what do, do we about, got? Um uh, Dave Winfield.
2: Oh. You
0: guys are going to love this one. So
1: oh, 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 you got something. I
0: got something good. Okay. <laughs> All so right.
1: Okay. right. Let's hear it.
0: I'm pitching in Yankee Stadium. I'm winning like 8-2, to two and Winfield comes up like in the seventh inning. An 8-2 to two game, I mean, you're, you're not out there nibbling. You're right. like, let's get this game over with. Winnie comes up. He's 6'8", 270. A massive man. I mean, huge. And I've known Winnie forever. And I'm nibbling. Ball one, ball two, ball three. Strike one. Finally, I go, time. I, I get the catcher to come out. I said, "I said, Charlie, go tell Winfield. I'm tired of nibbling. You can tell the umpire too. I said, tell him I'm gonna throw him a fastball right down the middle and see how far he can hit it. He goes, really? I go, yeah. He, he walks up and he goes, hey, Winnie, uh, Finn wants me to tell you that he's gonna throw you a fastball down the middle. He will see how far he can hit it. The umpire goes, he really said that? I go, yeah, he did. I throw him a fastball down the middle. He hit this thing so far out of the stadium he it had a flight attendant on it. <laughs> I ain't kidding you, this ball was cranked. The umpire walked out to me, handed me the ball. He goes, Finn, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen That's in my cool. life. You tell him Winnie to see how far he could hit it during a major league game, I go, sometimes you gotta take it like a man, brother. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> take That's it like cool, a sir. man.
2: That's very cool. Uh, The man, the myth, the legend, Chuck Finley. Chuck, thank you for showing up today. We loved having you. You're awesome. And I know you're going to be back, right? Yep, I'll be back. So listen, everybody out there, if you like what you saw, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell. We love you. We'll see you next time on Happening Now.